Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, Lex Anderson, here to talk about Yankee baseball, which means that I'm going to talk about something either good or something bad. And it was bad because the Yankees lose to the Chicago Cubs 7-4 because Glaber Torres is a bonehead sleepwalker on the infield and Aaron Baboon, that bonehead, pulls Domingo Herman once again, wasting another effective outing. And the Chicago Cubs come all the way back down 4-1 to take a 7-4 final score victory over the Yankees, who have lost 4-5, of five, fall out of postseason contention, and are literally one game above the last place Boston Red Sox. In the absence of Yankee captain Aaron Judge, this team is now 14 and 17. And I'm sitting there watching this nightmare unfold. Domingo Armand had everything going. Six innings, but Boone wants to pick pull him after only 74 pitches when he allowed a walk to Hap to start the seventh inning. And from that point on, the Yankees, again, special highlight for Glaber Torres, the sleepwalker, who I look forward to him no longer being a Yankee. So it won out reliever Ian Hamilton, gave a single up to Cody Bellinger. Then Christopher Morrell hit a potential double play grounded to Torres, who misplays a simple inning-ending double play fielding error. The runners advance to second and third. And that was really all she wrote. All she wrote. No matter who Boone put out on the mound from the bullpen, they all failed miserably. Ian Hamilton, since he came back from the IL, has looked useless. Tommy Conley couldn't do anything. Ron Marinaccio gave up two earned runs. Clay Holmes, a wild pitch that sails over the head of Higashioka. And what makes it even more embarrassing is that there was a 23-minute rain delay in the eighth inning. And I'm hoping that, you know what, let it rain out. Just give the Cubs the victory because I don't want to have to sit through a feeble Yankee comeback. But sadly, the game did continue after the rain delay. And in the eighth and ninth inning, all the Chicago Cubs did was run the bases stealing bases, exposing how slow Kyle Higashioka is. He can't catch anyone stealing bases at all. So the Cubs scored three runs in the seventh, two in the eighth, one in the ninth. Six runs from the point where Domingo Armand, who was in control of the game, he was in control of the game. Six innings, one hit, one earned run. What is Aaron Baboon's fascination or fixation with wasting these quality starts by Domingo Armand. Like, I'm still suffering from PTSD when he was throwing a no-hitter in Fenway in the eighth inning. Here comes Boone when he allows a man on. Oh, time to pull him for the bullpen, and the bullpen falls apart. And then the cameras keep panning on the stupid, stupid face of Glaber Torres, who at the plate with a runner on base could have hit a home run that could have potentially tied the game. But he does nothing. Actually, that's the that's the sad season 
of the Yankees season from hell without Yankee captain Aaron Judge. Like this team is absolutely useless. They're atrocious. And when they fail, they fail together. They fail collectively. Stanton 0 for 4. Rizzo 1 for 5. Bader 1 for 5. Donaldson 1 for 3. LeMayu, useless as usual, 1 for 4. Volpe, 1 for 4. It's terrible. And what made it even worse was that in the sixth inning, Volpe and Higashioka hit back-to-back home runs that put the Yankees up 4-1. Why are you pulling Armand? 74 pitches. The man just had a perfect game less than a month ago. And here comes Boone, so ready to self-destruct, to self-sabotage the team. It's sickening. And then, to make matters worse, post-game, Aaron Boone knows nothing about the team. He says in his own quotes regarding Glaber Torres, I don't think he's made an outlandish number of errors at second base. Close quotes. The reality, Glaber Torres, nine errors are the most of all second basemen this season. The sleepwalking Glaber Torres, who I want out of New York. Like, I, I don't want to see this clown again, bro. It's the same tired garbage with this dude. A game ahead of the Red Sox for last place? A game out of playoff postseason contention? Oh, and regarding him pulling Armand, according to Aaron Boone, quote, I wanted to get him out of there on a real high note heading into the half, close quotes. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? If you wanted to leave him on a high note, you allow him to go to complete game. Go to complete game. Because guess what? Uh, you know, I can't even get into the alternate realities because the Glaber Torres boneheaded play came after he was pulled. And Ian Hamilton has looked so useless. And the Yankees, 49 and 42, lose to the Cubs, 42 and 47. Like, you talk about ups and downs. You talk about highs and lows. This team is disgustingly terrible. On the days that they get good pitching and good bullpen, you know, rotation doing their things lights out, the Yankees who are averaging 3.1 runs a game, the offense doesn't come alive. And then when the offense does come alive and put some runs, the bullpen chooses to have one of their worst games of the season. So annoying. And they and they said that the Yankees fired hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Who cares? Cashman is still the general manager. Boone is still the manager. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Cubs, again, 42 and 47, won for the fifth time in 14 games. <laughs> this team is pathetic. And they sadly limp into the All-Star game, break, slash break, whatever, having lost four of five. It's maddening. The MLB draft is going on tonight, but I'm just like, you know, that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast episode right now. Little segue to some NBA talk real quick. Acknowledging LeBron James that it was five years ago today that he was made a Laker. Just wanted to throw some beautiful stats 
paying homage to the king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness. LeBron James, who turned things around big time for the Lakers and already has cemented himself, in my opinion, as a Laker great in his five seasons, one NBA championship, breaking the Lakers' decade drought of not getting to and winning an NBA Finals, one Finals MVP. He's 6-2 and two in the playoffs, undefeated in the play-in with five all-star and all-NBA selections, 2020 assist leader, and the most important thing of all, he broke another GOATS record, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, took down the all-time scoring record, and still counting. LeBron James also is the first player to score 40-plus points against all 30 NBA teams. Excuse me. LeBron James also has been, it's been confirmed that he has a 100 overall in NBA 2K24, which, rest in peace, now and forever and always you are missed, Kobe Bryant gracing the cover. LeBron is the first 100 overall since Shaquille O'Neal in 2K2. GOAT status, that's crazy. But yet people will find a way to hate. Most 25-plus point games by a player on 50-plus free throw field goal percentage, including playoffs, 752, top of the list, LeBron James, 641, Karl Malone, 606, Shaquille O'Neal, 562, Michael Jordan, 475, Kevin Durant. There you have it. Crazy stuff, man. It's good to see. Oh, and how about LeBron James? 282 playoff games. Memphis Grizzlies, Charlotte Hornets, New Orleans Pelicans. 279 playoff games combined. LeBron James is literally a one-man wrecking crew. My in-conclusion for this podcast episode, I'm going to keep it nice and short is that I've been seeing pictures of Kyle Kuzma in his new threads playing for the Washington Wizards. Uh, Like I've said before, you can follow me on TikTok or YouTube. Just type in Sports Opinion Log. I've said that the Washington Wizards playing there, it's a dead zone. It's a wasteland. His career will be DOA when he gets there. It doesn't matter that him... And Kyle Kuzma could go off and drop 30-plus points apiece. What will the overall team record be for the Washington Wizards? It won't be great. You know, they'll probably start off hot at some point, and then they'll just cool down, or they'll just start off flat-out losing like they always do. If this makes its way to the ears of Kyle Kuzma, excuse me, if if this podcast episode makes its way into the ears of Jordan Poole, who has quite a long face, holding the Washington Wizards jersey. If not but anything, be a man and get your lick back against Draymond Green, who sucker-punched and knocked you out during practice. And even though Jordan Poole is a NBA champion, he does have that to his name, which is good, because he will definitely never come close to that again, being a player for the Washington Wizards. You get two games. 
you'll either be at Golden State or Golden State will be at Washington. You got to get your lick back. I'm talking about the minute the ball is tipped in the air, just go up to him and get your just do, man. Get your revenge because the fact of the matter of the Warriors trading you out of town to keep an old ass Draymond Green for four years, $100 million is an insult. I thought you were supposed to be the future of the Warriors youth movement, but instead you were shipped out. But you also are kind of to blame because you did a lot of hero ball during the playoffs that cost your team games, that allowed the Lakers to eliminate your, at the time, defending champion team, Golden State Warriors. You were pretty much ineffective. You were pretty good as a starter, but off the bench, you just never really could do the damn thing. Will you do the damn thing starting for the Wizards? You probably will. It's not about your skill set. But at the end of the day, we'll never hear from you again. Thank you, Sports Fans Nationwide, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.